joining me back on the show is UFC featherweight, the Wolfman, Bobby Moffitt. What's going on, Bobby? Yes, sir. It's doing pretty good, man. Thanks for having me on the show again. No doubt, man. Uh, you are with a new team now, Fight Ready. What prompted yes, you to make the switch? So, uh, you know, I, I love the MMA lab. I still love all those guys. You know, I don't have um, anything bad to say about the team over there. You know, I I still care about everybody over there and, and our coaches and stuff. But um, Eddie Cha um, ended up leaving the lab. Uh, they were in some kind of uh, disagreement on stuff. So he went to Fight Ready, which was like 30 minutes for me. And uh, I've been, you know, I've been working with Eddie for the past three years, and I feel like I've gotten a lot better with Eddie in my corner and uh, learning from him. He's got a lot to learn, and he's a really smart uh, coach. And uh, he's the guy that goes out with me with these fights that I've had. You know, I, I've, I spend weeks with him and stuff, and uh, he's always he always takes a special time with me, you know, so I always felt like uh, he's a really good person and a really good coach and he really cared about my development, you know, as a fighter. So he ended up leaving and had to follow him, you know. It was a tough decision, but uh, but uh, I really like the new gym. Fight Ready is a really, uh, really good spot. The guys that train there are really tough and, and really good people over there and then We've got excellent coaches there too, so I'm I'm uh, really excited, excited for this next performance. Your teammate Jakar Close, he also made the move, and he, you know, he came out and said that he was given an ultimatum. Was that kind of the case for you too? Um, no. I mean, it was it was never said to me like that, you know. So, kind of, uh, I know our head coach at the lab he didn't he didn't want me going to train uh at at fight ready with eddie you know because i was still training at the lab at one point and i was going i would go to fight ready and just hit mitts with eddie and uh our coach was saying you know he'd rather have eddie come to the lab and and hold mitts for me obviously that wasn't going to happen you know eddie had left and there was no way he was going to just come back to the lab just to hold mitts for me so, um, I was never given that, Hey, you know, you got to train here or train there. It was, I, w I went to fight ready a few times and then I, I tried out, uh, Santino's, uh, grappling class. That's the other head coach there. That's, uh, the jujitsu head coach on the fight team. And, um, I tried out his class and then the next day we had the MMA lab wrestling and I just, I felt a difference, you know, in, in the two. There was nothing wrong with how we trained at the lab. I just felt like I had, I had started to learn. I started, I started to learn again a little bit more at Fight Ready. And I was, I really wanted to embrace that 100%, you know. So I didn't want to go half and half. And then, and, you know, I moved out here from Illinois, I, was, I moved out from a place where I had to go train at one gym, and then 30 minutes away, I had to go and train at the other gym, and another 45 minutes to train another gym, you know, so I didn't want to go back to a two-gym kind of thing, you know, I just, I wanted, I wanted to do it all in one place, and, and I felt it best to, to go 
with Fight Ready, you know, for this camp and and probably, you know, for the rest of my career as, as long as it goes pretty well, you know what I mean? So, um, I'm excited for it. It's a, it's a, they, they never gave me the ultimatum or anything like that. Um, but I'm sure that it would have came down to it, you know, if, if, if it became an issue, you know. Do you actually have a wolf next to you? What is that? That's a big dog. <laughs> This is this is my dog. Oh, dang it! This is my dog, Ben Rear. Ben. Oh God. Go look look at the camera. He's shy. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, he, he's pretty shy. He's a pretty shy guy. But if you get to know him, then he jumps all over you and stuff, like he's doing right now. You know, he's like, "Hey, why are you on? Why are you on your phone right now? You got to be paying attention to me." So he's just messing around. That's a big, big, big boy right there. Um, yeah. Now, you know, it seemed like, you know, you went through some drama, you know, I, I, I guess drama. But was that something that was going on during your preparations for your last fight or was it after the fight? Uh, no, it was after the fight. You know, I had I had my own drama before my last fight. You know, I had this things, you know, different stuff going on that I didn't really want uh, going on at the time. And. And, you know, you could you could blame it all on, you know, how outside stuff might affect you. But really, I mean, the, this poor decision making, I feel like in my last fight was the reason why I lost it. You know, um, I never really had gotten my timing going and my striking. And then on the ground, I was just I wasn't just being myself. You know, I was kind of forcing positions and stuff. And. And just uh, it was just a bad decision making for myself, but um, I've been working on that a lot now at the new gym, and I'm really excited to uh, put it out there. All right, let's talk about uh, your next opportunity. You're traveling to Uruguay. In your wildest dreams, did you ever think that you'd be fighting in that country? <laughs> no. <laughs> When they, honestly, like, I don't know if I'm going to sound real stupid when I say this, um, but when they were like, oh, you're going to go fight in Uruguay, like, I don't know, I was like, is that, is that like near Russia or something? Like, that's, that's kind of like, I, I didn't know where it was. I had no idea. Um, it's just not a place, it's not a country that I've ever thought about going to, you know? Um, and they, this is their first fight, so it was not even like a thing, um, not even like a thing you'd see in fight nights. It was like, oh, I'm going to fight in Brazil, Sao Paulo, you know, something like that, or or Argentina. They went there, but but they'd never been to Uruguay before. So um, it's pretty exciting, you know. This is my first international fight, so I'm really excited to uh, put on a show for the South American fans, you know. Yeah, it must be okay because, you know, you're going to South America, which means that there's not much of a time difference. Instead of maybe flying yeah. to Russia, which is – a massive time difference so it kind of yeah. does it give you some kind of comfort that your first international fight is in the kind of like in the same time area timeline yeah knowing that it's only it, i think it's only like three hours ahead of me right now so it's really not that big of a difference you know the the worst part's going to be flying the 13 hours you know but besides that it's going to be the same thing as just going to the east coast you know so uh i'm pretty excited for this i think it's going to be a really good fight and I'll, I'm fighting a South American, so I think uh, the crowd's going to get into it. You know, they're gonna they're gonna root for him for sure. But I think I'm gonna turn the 
turn the tides. I'm going to get some fans out of this one. I know. Definitely. Um, are you, do you believe in all that, uh, flat earth stuff? You know, when you fly? <laughs> no, no, I do not. Flat earth stuff. God, what do you believe in that stuff? No, man, no. <laughs> Why'd you bring that up? I don't know. There... I feel like every time someone flies or I fly, I always think about that because they always, really? they always point to that. Like when you're flying, why are you flying above the the earth, you know, parallel to the earth? Why aren't you not flying on the side of the earth? You know, like if the world was round type thing. Oh, yeah. You know, it's some weird, people... it's just some weird shit, you know, in my mind. Yeah. But I think it's just, you know, you're, you're, you're not seeing the bend yeah. in the earth. The earth is so big, you know, it's so big. People, people uh, tend to forget how big this planet really is. You know, uh, uh, you look at maps and sometimes countries aren't, aren't really represented the size that they really are. You know, like uh, uh, Africa on a lot of like globes and maps is represented like really small not really small but like smaller than it really is and then then when they show you the actual size of it it's like it's gigantic compared to a lot of these other continents so i think uh, people just fail to understand how big this planet is I think they're like no i i see over there it's got to be flat you know this is just the table we're on a we're on a table we're on one side and uh but uh, uh, yeah it's kind of crazy how people think that but um I could I could see the confusion if uh, if you don't really if if you think in all the conspiracies if your whole life is a big conspiracy then I mean I could see why you'd you'd uh, fall into it. <laughs> well, your dog what? seems like your dog yeah, seems he's like he's really pissed me. off he's that we're talking liking, about it. Yeah, he is not liking that I'm talking about this flat Earth stuff. No, uh, that might be a thing right there. Oh my god, yeah. he, you know he's he's gotten a vaccine before. You know he could. It could be uh, it could be some government stuff right there. They're they're uh, they're setting them up so he could distract us from this flat Earth talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now let's talk about your opponent. You're taking on you know Enrique Barzola. You know he does have yeah. some decent wins over you know like the likes of Brandon Davis and Matt Bissett. You know what are your thoughts on his uh, fighting style? I think he's a really tough dude. You know I think he fights a lot like. Uh, you know, kind of like, well, I wouldn't say typical South American because then you've got the Brazilians and they're all really good at jiu-jitsu, but I don't think he's got that much of a jiu-jitsu game. Um, he likes to grapple, but he doesn't uh, He doesn't really like try and hold on to people too long. You know, he, he'll take them down and if they get up, he'll let them back up and he'll he'll swing on you. You know, I think he's just, he, he he's down to fight. You know, I, I think he's got a really good style and He's got some good wins. Yeah, I think he's like five and two in the UFC. So uh, I'm pretty excited for this fight. I think this is a good matchup. I think uh, we're gonna clash, and it's gonna be a really good fight for uh, for you know I think for two rounds, and then it's gonna turn into me uh, just killing him. You know, hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> he. Knockout he does move. have he does have a total of seven fights in the UFC. Win or lose, he has gone to the judges every single time. So it's, it does show you that he is a tough guy. You know what does that say though? Other other than he's a tough guy about your opponent, that he goes to the judges every single time. Um, I think what it says is you know 
yeah. Other than the he's tough is that he it's hard for him to get the finish, you know. Uh, I've I've watched a few of his fights and he really doesn't. I haven't seen many times that he's put people in the position to even finish them, you know. And I'm not saying he can't finish people, so I don't ever want to go in there and be like, oh, dude, this guy can't finish me at all, and then boom, I get cracked. You know, that's kind of that was part of the reason why I lost the first round of my last fight because I was like, this dude isn't gonna touch me, and then he touched me, so I was like. So I, I can't go into the fight with that kind of mentality, you know. I can't go into the fight thinking that I'm so much better than this person that I'm just going to blow him out of the water, you know. And uh, that's uh, that's something I've been working on, my mentality going into fights. Sometimes I, I found myself, sometimes I, I get too ahead of myself. I think, man, this is a, this is just a little stepping stone. I'm going to go big, bigger, bigger, bigger. And I've got to realize that what's in front of me is the most important thing. So um, back to back to his fighting style. I think it's just hard for him to find the finish, you know. And I think that means that he hasn't really, uh, you know, just he he doesn't have the best ground and pound. He has a little bit ground ground and pound, but honestly, he doesn't have crazy knockout power. Obviously, it, it, he hits you in the right spot, you're going to get hurt. You know, that's that's everybody in this sport. So as long as my hands are up and I fight smart, I don't think he's ever going to get um, the ability to put me in the position to, to be finished, you know. And I uh, am a finisher. I don't like to go to decisions. I like to fight somebody and I like to finish them. The, the whole point of my fighting is to finish the fight as quickly as possible. So... I think that's the difference between him and myself. And I also have a gas tank too. So I'm going to be trying to finish him for 15 minutes and he's just going to be trying to win for 15 minutes, you know? So I think that's, that's a little difference right there. And, and and you're going to see the difference in the fight when, once it starts going into the second round and the things that I'm doing are to, to finish him. And the things that he's doing is just kind of just to, to fight, you know, just to win. So we're going it's going to it's going to be a really good fight. You know, no fight team is the same and you just recently joined a new team. Has there been an adjustment period that you went through or did you just get in there and it was just like all systems go? You know, well, there was I mean, I I had a a couple guys that I had trained with at the lab that had already moved over, you know, Jakar, um Henry Corrales, Dan Moret. They had moved over and um, so it really wasn't a hard adjustment, you know, when I started training there, I was just with Eddie or I would do a class and I would be partners with Jakar or, or Henry. So it was an easy adjustment. Plus I, I knew the coaches, you know, the coaches that they have at fight ready. I've already met them before. You know, one of the, bo- one of the boxing coaches was one of the boxing coaches for the MMA lab and he ended up leaving too, to fight ready. Um, like like Eddie did. So and then there's an there's a wrestling coach there, Angel Cejudo, and he had taught a few times at the at the MMA lab and then he went over to Fight Ready and he's he's the wrestling coach there. So I have I've met a few of these guys before. Santino and I have met occasionally like before fights and stuff. Um but it was it's 
I'm a pretty easygoing person, so it's not hard for me to to kind of meld right in right into the system. You know, I'm I'm not too hard headed. I might be hard headed when I fight, but I'm not too hard headed when it comes to training, and when it comes to learning, and when it comes to meeting new people. I'm I'm pretty easygoing, and I and I I, I meld. I can meld in with with any team, you know. So when I when I started meeting all the guys, we just clicked and it was good. Everything was uh, all systems go, you know. I also saw that you're working with NeuroForce One, going through their Combat Evolve yeah. program. Can you explain exactly what that entails? So uh, they they ran a bunch of tests on me, which I've never done before. So there was like. Uh, and I, I think because my fight camp was a little bit shorter than the normal ones, they want our fight camps to be a little bit longer, but I think I only have like six, seven weeks with NeuroForce. So total for this fight camp. And so I didn't get to do the VO2 max test, which is when you run on the treadmill and see, you know, how good your cardio is, which I'm sure I would have been fine. But they, they ran me through like a resting heart rate test um, to – check my metabolic rate and my heart rate and stuff like that things i don't know anything about and they put like an electric uh, a stim machine on me and checked like my muscle mass and my bones and see if i had any injuries and then uh checked my nutrition pretty much and um then we did a few like lifting exercises to see and stretching exercises to see like if my mobility is horrendous or not and it, how strong I am pretty much like what, what, what was my athletic capabilities before I showed up. And, um, and then once they've got all those numbers together, they, they, uh, put a, put a schedule together for the program I'm going to be running. So when I show up, we go over some stretching um, some, I have a few stretches that I do every single time and then we do something different a little bit and then we do some like neuro with the lights, uh, some cognitive, uh, stuff, uh, a lot of like fight like simulating, um, light stuff. And then, um, then we go over a couple lifts. Uh, and that's the thing when, when we do lifts there, it's, it's really cool cause they have it set. They have the bar, whatever I'm doing. They have it connected to this uh, meter, so when I lift the weight, I have to lift the weight at a certain speed. I have to be a certain amount of explosiveness for the rep to count, pretty much. So each rep means more. I feel like now training with Neuroforce, each rep is 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 meant to be a hundred percent. You know. And they also do some other stuff where it's kind of crazy. They put some headphones on you. They're not really headphones, but they like, I couldn't tell you everything. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you what things do, but pretty much what they explained it to me to dumb it down was I wear these headphones and they kind of like do an electric stim to my brain. So when I'm doing exercises, it's easier for me to do them the next time I do them. My, my body and my brain are more in sync when they do it a second time. So, and, and I've already felt the results. I've only, I've only had four sessions with them. Like besides the two sessions of the testing and stuff, I've only had like four full sessions with them. And I already feel a difference in 
in my body and my endurance with my explosiveness and my power when I'm hitting mitts with Coach Eddie. Um, I'm hitting harder, and uh, it's just uh, smarter. It seems like it's this really smart, smarter training, you know, and uh, I feel like the results are going to really speak for themselves when I when I go out there and, and fight this dude on August 10th. Well, it seems like you're involved in uh, uh, like an X-Men type of science yeah. <laughs> project. I feel, like, uh, I feel like I'm becoming a superhuman or something. <laughs> like a- after, the, after we do these crazy workouts and stuff, then, um, then they put me under like a red light and they'll put like those uh, compression pants on or compression arms. And, uh, I, I get to recover for like another 30 minutes and, um, it's just, they gave me like a breather. I breathe it. I breathe in it every day or something. Like that. It's just like some crazy stuff that I've never done before. And I already feel the results in four times. So I, I feel like it's a, they, they really know what they're doing. They broke it down to a science. Literally. They, they really, uh, really made this into in, into into something you could just enter in a computer and figure out what you what that person needs to do specifically so um really smart people over there really good trainers and uh i'm really excited That's yeah fun. physically it must be phenomenal but mentally also it must have a huge yeah. effect on you you know in your training seeing the 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 benefits seeing the improvements you know, with your eyes, instead of just like thinking that you're improving, you know, like yeah. all these other places, they don't have that science. They just, they just think that they're improving, but you can see it yeah. on a chart, on a screen, you know, and these guys are doing it for you. And hey, Henry Suhudo, he's prime example of what that There's program can why. do. August 10th, you get to make your return back to the Octagon, yes, UFC on ESPN plus 14, Uruguay. New chart, Uruguay. new territory for you, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for you. Uh, get back in there with a with a new camp, new team, and uh, yeah, man. Thank you so much, Bobby, for your time. It's always fun yeah, chatting you, with man. you, and yeah, uh, good luck on that future. Me. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me, Jay. Uh, maybe next time we'll talk some more about uh, some conspiracy theories and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.